What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Gang Green Talk. I'm your host, Nick Monjovi. Lots of NFL news today, but before we get into that, I just want to let you know that you guys should go follow me on Instagram at ganggreen.capital. I post a lot of Jets news over there. Um, accounts been popping off lately, not going to lie. Um, lots of news. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to get into that. Lots of just NFL news in general. And we're also going to do a 32-team mock. Only one round. I'm going to do it live here on the air. Um, we're going to get into some DK Metcalf news, the whole Russell Wilson trade, all that, all that good stuff, and talk about some of the contracts that were signed this past week. Very crazy week in the NFL. Let's start off this mock draft, shall we? With the first pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select, well, I think this has a chance to change with the uh, franchise tag of Cam Robinson. I think that could change, but I still think that they're going to go Evan Neal anyway. Um, he's too good to pass up. I don't think they pass up on him. Uh, Detroit Lions at two, Aiden Hutchinson. Let's not think long and hard about that one. It's not that bad. And Houston Texans at three. They literally need every single position. They can go Hamilton. They can go Kayvon. They can go Cross, Ikiakwano. They have so many needs, so many that I'm just going to go with the best player probably available, and that's Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. And that leaves the Jets at four. Now, all week I've been taught, going back and forth, teetering back and forth, whether or not I'm going to trade the 10th pick in this mock for DK Metcalf and draft at four like I'm trading DK or – just pick somebody at 10 and uh, I'm teetering back and forth. What do you guys think I should do? Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough decision. Do I think that they are going to get DK Metcalf for the 10th pick? Like trade for him? I don't know. If, if they want to go wide receiver at 10, but they can also trade for DK, you might as well just trade for DK if you can. Because you're going to hope that the wide receiver that you get at 10 is as good as DK Metcalf, right? Even better. You want, you want, you want to hope, but you don't really know. That's the whole thing with the draft. You don't actually really know how players are going to pan out. So you might as well just get the proven player. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to decide. I'm, I'm going to trade it. I'm going to trade it back. So the 10th overall pick will be traded to the Seattle Seahawks. I'll do it for a seventh rounder now. It's not going to matter. It doesn't matter. Just know that it is for DK Metcalf. All for trade. Trade is not accepted. I offered you. You're not going to accept this trade, Seattle? You don't want to give me pick 227 for 10? You out of your mind? I'm forcing the trade. Back to this now. If we're at four and we didn't land a corner in free agency or 
We didn't get a defensive end, an edge rusher. Who do we go with here? It's it's interesting because we have so many options here. We can go Iki Iguano. We could go Kayvon. We could go Ahmad Gardner. Do we just go get Sauce? I mean, this man ran a 4-4-7 on his second attempt as a corner. He's six foot three. He's six foot three. Never given up a touchdown in his college career. He could be the Revis we've been looking for since we didn't have him. So what are we going to go with here? I always take Kayvon. I always take Kyle Hamilton. I never take Sauce. Let's go with Sauce here at four. I know it might be crazy to reach on Sauce, but he's really goddamn good. And if the Jets take Sauce Gardner at four, I would not be mad at all. He is so good. Depending, obviously, on how frequency goes, if they don't get guys like Carlton Davis, K1 Williams, whatever, and maybe they get a defensive end, an edge rusher, whoever that may be. But, yeah, Sauce Gardner at four. Might be a little bit of reach, some may say. Now at five, New York Giants, Kayvon Thibodeau, nobody else. Carolina Panthers, Icky Aquana for sure. Giants again. I'm going to go Charles Cross here at Mississippi State. Here come the Falcons now. They could go wide receiver. They could go corner with Trent McDuffie or Derek Sonley Jr. However they may go. That's a tough decision. Or Garrett Wilson. Now, they don't have a number one wide receiver anymore. So I'm going to go on and take Garrett Wilson. He's probably the best all-around receiver in this draft. He's very, very good. Now, Seattle's up with two picks back-to-back, 9 and 10. That's what the trade they just made. Now, if they make this trade in real life, it would basically mean it was Jamal Adams for Elijah Vera Tucker and DK Metcalf. Thanks, Seattle. That was <laughs> uh, Joe Douglas is laughing to the bank with that one. Mm. So, here are 10, and 9 and 10. They can... Draft their replacement, DK's replacement. They could go quarterback. They could go corner. They could go O-line. They could go edge. Hmm. What do I think they're going to do here? I think they're going to waste no time and take Malik Willis. And then think about the next one. What's the next one? Now, it's either Stingley, McDuffie, or a receiver in my eyes. That's who I think it is. But they do have a lot, a lot of cap space to go get a receiver. Do they go get Amari Cooper? Probably not, because if this trade is made on draft day, which I don't think it will be, I think it'll be made before that, they can go get a good receiver. Let's say this trade was made before draft day and that they went out and got a receiver. Now, what do they need? This team does not just never has pressure off the edge. They never do. I'm going to go and take David Ajabo from Michigan. Dude's an absolute savage at defensive end. Here comes the Washington football team. Now, I would have been like, oh, they're taking Kenny Pickett for sure. They just traded for Carson Wentz. Crazy trade. Kind of didn't go up a lot. Um, I'll tell you right now what they got. They traded away a 2022 third, a 2022 second, and a 2023 third that 
would be that can become a second if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps. That's not bad. And, and they also got a second from, from the Colts. So they got to take on all that money. Nobody wants to do that. So at 11, you can go, their biggest needs are linebacker safety and says quarterback, but they don't have one. I know O-line is a huge need for them. It's just not listing it. I think you have to protect your new quarterback here. I'm going to draft Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa. I think they're going to lose Brandon Sheriff. I think he might be a New York Jet this offseason. But they need to address O-line. They have to address it. They can't keep kicking it under the rug like it just doesn't matter. It matters. Minnesota Vikings at 12. Quarterback, looks, it looks like it's going to be Kirk Cousins. I mean, we haven't heard any news about him leaving, getting traded. Um, secondary needs help. Edge needs some help. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with Derek Stanley Jr. here. If he falls that far, he's too good for him to fall that far. Um, he's going to go 12 to Minnesota. He's too good of a talent to keep sliding. Um, Brown's at 13. I think they're going to go with Chris Olave. Now, is he the second-best receiver in the draft? Absolutely not. Is he very good? Yes. Do I think they want speed, just blazing speed? Yes. Chris Olave to the Cleveland Browns. I don't think they're going to put a lot of thought into it. I feel like they're already set on Olave unless Garrett Wilson falls to them. Their offense isn't run for them to have a big guy, Drake London. Not really that type of thing. James Williams coming off a torn ACL. They don't really know how he's going to be. And Traylon Burtz, I just think they like Olave more than him. Olave, uh, Burtz only ran a 4-5-5, so. But that's not bad. He's 6-2, 3 whatever he is. Massive guy. Coming in at like 225. He's huge. Running at 4-5 is, is not slow by any means. Ravens at 14. They're going to go corner. They're gonna, if they see Trent McDuffie or Derek Stingley Jr., they're just going to hand the card right in. Trent McDuffie from Washington goes to Baltimore, 14. Now here's the Eagles at 15. Eagles at 16. And then they're back on the clock at 19. They can address a lot of needs here. What are they going to go with? First things first, you draft um, the Kobe Dean. Eh. Devin Lloyd, sorry, out of Utah. This team needs linebackers. You heard a little Geo on the air with Rich Eisen and uh, Daniel Jeremiah at the Combine. Draft linebackers, please. Draft linebackers. They need them. They really do. Uh, and then they also need an edge rusher. I'm going to go with George Karloftis out of Purdue as well. So, yeah, Karloftis and Lloyd, back-to-back defense pits. Chargers, now it's 17. says... They have first knee is wide receiver. I disagree. Um, they just signed Mike Williams to a three-year deal, $60 million, by the way, an overpay. I would have not – there's no way I would have given him that money. No chance. Now they could go corner, interior defensive, uh, interior defensive line, or wide receiver. That's what it says. I'm going to get him the next best corner in this draft, and that's Andrew Booth out of Clemson. He's very solid. Um, I think he's going to play really well there. He fit really well. That just needs – they just need – oh, yeah, another trade was made today. Khalil Mack 
to the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Chargers. They traded away the Chargers, but took on his entire contract. A second-round pick this year and a sixth-round pick next year for one of the best defensive players in the league. Now, before you come after me, you three listeners out there, before you come after me, um, he got doubled on almost every single pass rush when he was with the Bears. That's why his sacks don't reflect what he has. I know TJ Watt gets doubled sometimes, but next year, his numbers are going to go down. I know having Ty and Sack record, obviously his numbers are probably going to go down, but they're going to double and triple him from now on, and he's not. his numbers aren't going to be as high. They're going to break those Aaron Donald stats because he gets doubled and tripled on every single play. But And when he doesn't, he's in the quarterback's face. So if they didn't, if they didn't do that for Khalil Mack, he'd be just as dominant. So Saints at 18. Sorry for that little rant. Just people kind of piss me off when they say Khalil Mack isn't good. Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pittsburgh, will go to the Pittsburgh Steelers or the New Orleans Saints. Saints pick first, so there they are. Back on the clock are the Eagles. Do they double up on linebackers? Or do they help out their young quarterback? I think they're going to help out their young quarterback. Give, give me Traylon Burks. I would love if the Jets drafted him at 10 if they don't trade the pick for DK Metcalf. That's who I want. He's number one on my board. He's the do-it-all guy. It reminds me a lot of Debo Samuel. You can put him at running back. You can put him out wide receiver. You can put him in the slot. Get him in motion. He's very, very good. Very versatile. I would love for the Jets drafted him at 10 if they don't trade. For DK Metcalf, but if they trade for DK Metcalf, I'm going to be ecstatic. And then, sorry, Trey Lombards, I don't want you anymore. Uh, um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, they could go quarterback, they could go tackle, they could go corner. I think, I personally think they're going to trade for Jimmy. So let's go offensive line. They need it. They need it bad. Um, Trevor Penning is still here. Come here, Trevor Penning. Northern Iowa, very, very good offensive line, offensive lineman. Here come the, Pit, the New England Patriots. Who are they going to take? Oh, a wide receiver for sure. Who's here? Drake London, Jameson Williams. Who do you think they want? They want a bigger guy or no? Look at their track record. Is there a white guy here? No, I'm kidding. No, they're not going to go with a white guy in the first round. I mean, they would. I mean, they would sell the whole entire team for Cooper Cup. Not be- not because he's Cooper Cup, because he's a white receiver that just runs good routes. Um, Drake London or Jameson Williams? I think they're going to go with Jameson Williams. I really do. There's a knock on Drake London. They don't know if he's going to be able to separate uh, in the NFL. But he's still here at 22. Who needs a receiver? The Oakland Raiders. They're going to go with Drake London as well. Uh, 22. Now, here's on the clock. The Arizona Cardinals. Who are they going to take? They're going to take a corner because they really need one. Really, really need one. Pretty bad. Um, who are they going to go with? Roger McCreary. Kyer Elam. Jalen Petrie. I'm going to go with Elam from Florida. Dude, stud. Might be a reach, but they need a corner, so I think they're going to do it anyway. Cowboys, 24. 
They've been fielding calls for Lyle Collins. You know what that means? They're, they're going to be in the draft for a tackle. Who's the best tackle on the board? That's Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan. If they don't take a tackle there, they're just idiotic. Bills, 25. They could go interior defensive line. Get Devontae Wyatt, or they can go on edge. They can get Jermaine Johnson the second. They could go Sky Moore, wide receiver from Western Michigan. I like him a lot. They go Jahan Dotson from, from Penn State. What are they going to do here? I think they're going to go Jahan Dotson out of Penn State, the wide receiver. Get that man another weapon. I think if you roll out there next year, because I, I don't think they're going to have Cole anymore, but Stephon Dates, Gabriel Davis, and Jahan Dotson, that's a solid roster. Solid receiving core. really is. Titans at 26. Tight end, guard, center edge. Those are your top four needs. Um, hmm. Uh, we're going to go with, sorry, what's the name? Jermaine Johnson, the second from Florida State. I'd be surprised if he, if he makes it this far. I think he might go in the top 15, top half of the draft for sure. Um, that's just me. Nicobe Dean still on the board at 27. So, you know, someone good is going to, is going to fall. He might be the guy. He really, really might be the guy. Would not be surprised if he's the one that ends up falling in this year's draft. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Sam Howell. They're going to take a quarterback if they don't get one. Sam Howell out of Northern Carolina, North Carolina. Green Bay Packers, O-line and wide receiver. Do they take Sky Moore? Uh, PFF is saying that's a reach, but I think he's – I don't know if he's a first-round pick. He's 21 years of age, 195, 5'10". Um, he had a good year. He had a good year. Um. He, only, he, had, he had 10 touchdowns, 94 catches, 1,200 yards, almost 1,300 yards. He's a good receiver. He really is. He blew me away at the combine. Nobody's really talking about him. Let's go Packers take Sky Moore out of Western Michigan at 28. Then coming in at 29, Miami Dolphins. Um, hmm. Wide receiver and O-line. I think any wide receiver you take here is, a, is just a reach at this point. Give me Kenyon Green. Guard at Texas A&M. He's, he's a very good guard. Um, Chiefs, wide receiver, defensive line, corner. Do they take Jalen Petrie? I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's how I'm going to say it. From Baylor. Um, could they, they could go Trayvon Walker, the edge. They can go Devontae Wyatt, the Georgia defensive uh, tackle. The Kobe Dean is still here. Do you think they just go out and get him? I think so. I think they're going to go, fuck it. Give me the Kobe Dean. He's too good. He's he fell to 30. Not a lot of teams in here really need linebackers unless you're the Eagles. You can double up on linebackers. You could have, but I'm not going to do that. Cincinnati Bengals, they need O-line and O-line only. I think that's the only thing they look at here. Um, that's best alignment. Zion Johnson from Boston College. I don't think there's anyone else. 
Yeah, we're getting deep into the second round here. For sure. Yeah, give me Zion Johnson. With the last pick in the first round, the Detroit Lions select. Well, they need so many things. They want Aiden Hutchinson at two. Do they take a quarterback here and hope to build around him? That's Matt Coral or I don't like Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, in my opinion, is Marcus Mariota the best, and that's nothing too special. Give me Matt Coral. Corral, Coral, whatever his name is, from Mississippi. And that concludes the 2022 first-round mock draft. Um, let's run through the, the picks. First pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Evan Neal. Second, Detroit Lions take Aiden Hutchinson. Number three, Texans take Kyle Hamilton. Number four, Jets take Ahmad Gardner. Number five, Giants take Kayvon Thibodeau. Number six, Panthers take Iggy Iguanu. At seven, again, Giants take Charles Cross. At eight, Falcons go Garrett Wilson. At nine, Seahawks get Malik Willis. At 10, Seahawks again, Jets traded the 10th overall pick to the Seattle Seahawks for DK Metcalf. They go David Ajabo. At 11, uh, Washington football, uh, sorry, Commanders take Tyler Linderbaum, center out of Iowa. At 12, Minnesota Vikings go Derrick Stanley Jr., cornerback from LSU. At 13, uh, Cleveland. Goes with Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave at 14. The Baltimore Ravens go Trent McDuffie, corner out of Washington. At 15, Devin Lloyd from Utah goes to Philly. At 16, George Karloftis from Purdue goes to Indy. At 17, Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson, the corner, goes to L.A., the Chargers, that is. At 18, Kenny Pickett, quarterback from Pitt, goes to the New Orleans Saints. At 19, Eagles back on the clock. They go Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. At 20, Trevor Penning, the Northern Iowa tackle, goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. At 21, Bill Belichick gets his number one wide receiver, Jameson Williams, wide receiver from Alabama. At 22, Drake London still, still somehow on the board. He goes to the Raiders, wide receiver at L uh, sorry, UC. USC, sorry, just can't believe I just butchered that. Uh, Kyer Elam, uh, the corner from Florida, goes to the Cardinals at 24. The Cowboys are fielding calls for tackle Lyle Collins. They're going to go Bernard uh, Raymond, Central Michigan tackle at 25. Bills get another offensive weapon, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver from Penn State at 26. Jermaine Johnson, the second of the Florida State edge rusher, goes to Tennessee. Pair him on the other side with Harold Landry. And, oh, my God, that's scary. At, at 27, Sam Howell, quarterback from UNC, goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At 28, Sky Moore, the Western Michigan wide receiver. He blew me away. A lot of people aren't talking about him. He goes to the Green Bay Packers at 28. Kenyon Green, Texas A&M, the guard to Miami. The Kobe Dean, can't believe he made it this far. The Georgia linebacker goes to Kansas City at 31. Boston College guard Zion Johnson. He was the best uh, offensive lineman left on the board. So I think the Bengals just go and get him. And at 32, to round out this draft, the Detroit Lions take the quarterback, hopefully for the future, Matt Coral, the Mississippi quarterback, that is. That is your 2022 mock draft. I will most likely end up doing another one next week.
Um, a lot, a lot of things ha- uh, can change. Free agency is next week. Uh, the 17th, next Thursday, that is. So let's get into the free agency updates, some contracts that were signed, um, some big trades that happened. We already talked about DK Metcalf. We might get him. We might not. A lot of teams want him. Not surprised. Notable contracts to take a look at. Devonta Adams, franchise tag by the Green Bay Packers. Not surprised. Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. The $200 million deal for four years is not true. He will sign an extension that's cap-friendly. He is under contract still. None of you want to talk about that. He is under contract. Chris Godwin, franchise tag by the Buccaneers. Mike Williams, like I said before, three years, $60 million to the Los Angeles Chargers. Mike Kosicki, franchise tag by the Dolphins. David uh, Ninjoku, franchise tag by the Cleveland Browns. This one hurts. Dalton Schultz, franchise tag by the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I really wanted him to be a New York Jet. And since he's not going to be, that and all these ta- and all these tight ends were tagged, um, we're going to have to draft one, if not two, in the draft. Uh, it sucks. It really does. Um, guys that are still out there are Zach Ertz, O.J. Howard. Please, please, Joe Douglas, do not sign Evan Ingram. He's terrible. He's got brick hands. He's fucking awful. I don't want to see him out there. He's awful. Can't stand him. And he can't block either, so he's just useless. Um, Harold Landry, he did not get Ted. I made a post about him the other day. I was like, oh, we got to go get Harold Landry third. Next day, he re-signed for five years, $87.5 million. He's gone. Jesse Bates, franchise Ted. Um, not surprised there. Um Talked about the Carson Wentz trade already. And this trade, Russell Wilson is headed to mile high to Denver, Colorado, for two first-round picks, two second-round picks, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. Denver did not give up a lot for him. Yes, two first-round picks, two second-round picks. Is a good amount. But when it comes to the players, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. Who gives a shit about Drew Locke? He's terrible. Noah Fant. He was a above-average tight end, but he never lived up to what he should have been or could have been. And Shelby Harris, he has a very good defensive tackle, but you can just go get another one. There, uh, Foley Fatukasi from the Jets is going to hit free agency. He might get double digits. Million in the million dollar range, you might get double digits. Um, I think if you throw him on that defense, it's just as good. If not, he might be better than Shelby. And then you just go get OJ Howard, he'll be fine with all those weapons. And Russell Wilson, you'll be perfectly fine. Um, Seahawks had to do it if they didn't make it obvious with that trade that they were rebuilding, they definitely made it hours later when they released Bobby Wagner. Speaking of Bobby Wagner. It's rumored that the Jets are interested, but they're interested in everybody. I don't know how you're not interested in a guy like that. One of the best linebackers of all time. 
He's still probably the best linebacker in the league. He's really that difference maker on defense. And all these words are coming in my mouth. Difference maker, one of the greatest of all time. Great leadership guy. He seems like a type of guy Joe Douglas would want. But I really think it's not smart to go to, to go get him. We have a bunch of other needs. And getting him right now just wouldn't be smart. It really wouldn't be. I would I would stay away from this one. I would focus our attention on Austin Corbett or Brandon Sheriff, um, Carlton Davis. Those are the guys I want to steer our focus onto. I don't think Bobby Wagner is worth the contract, especially because he's older. And we're not in win now yet. We're not ready to win yet. So I know he's going to want to go somewhere uh, to win, where he wants to win, where he thinks he can win. And, hey, maybe he links back up with Russell Wilson, goes to Denver. Jesus, that's scary. Oh, my God. He had Bobby Wagner that defense. That's just crazy. But Bobby Wagner and CJ Mosey would be pretty, pretty goddamn cool, wouldn't it? But, so, yeah. Um, DK Metcalf, do we trade for him? I know last week I went on this whole spiel. How I didn't want to trade away the 10th overall pick. But DK Metcalf, well, I thought we were giving up too much, but my thoughts have changed here. They definitely changed. Um, just thinking about it, we have Elijah Moore. They're friends. They played play together at Ole Miss. Um, that could probably help them to get here a little bit. The only other player that I could see that could help them get that, that to a team would be A.J. Brown because they also play together at Ole Miss, but they don't have – but they're not going to do that. They have too many weapons over there. They got Julio, too. They'll never do that. Tennessee, no shot. Um, the Jets have the draft capital to get it done. They have the money to get it done. But if you trade for DK, that's the type of guy you trade for and sign and stand right away. You don't give him this contract year so the other teams can just go take him from you. No. You trade for him and you sign him him right away. Um, another thing I want the Jets to do. A lot of people aren't talking about it. Um, Ryan Jensen. Now I heard on Matt O'Leary that he's not the greatest pass blocker. That kind of scares me a little bit. He had a down year pass blocking. Yes, he was a Pro Bowler, but a very good run blocker, pass blocking. Pass blocker, not so much. He's the bottom five in the top five in the league in sats, like giving up, I think. And that kind of scares me a little bit. But before I heard that, I came up with this idea. Cutting Connor McGovern saves you about $9 million. It's a hefty amount of cash. Ryan Jensen is probably going to be a maximum of $13 million, probably in the range of 11 to 13. So if you cut Connor McGovern, and you sign Ryan Jensen, how many years? First, it's kind of going to be like you're paying him four, max of them. Obviously, you're not. You're paying him 13, whatever. That's, that's the match. Contract he gets. We're paying him about $4 million this year. That's a steal for a guy like him. That's nothing. And it doesn't kill our cap. They should definitely restructure CJ Moses' deal. I don't know if they're going to, but they definitely should. 
But yeah, talked about a lot of things today. Oh, Joe Flacco also most likely coming back. Would love, love to bring him back. Really helped out Zach this past year. Really helped him develop. Um, Marcus May has a court date for his accusations that happened him last February, I believe. Forget exactly what it was about, but we're not signing him. We didn't tag him. Nobody's going to want him, but all those allegations out, no one's going to want him. Um, Chandler Jones did not get franchise tag. Big name. Sedaria Smith also did not, obviously. J.C. Jackson did not, which we knew. It's not much of a shocker. But the Jets are rumored to not be in on J.C. Jackson. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he joins Josh McDaniels in in, uh, Vegas. And another thing that Joe Douglas came out and said this week is he's never been more ready than right now to strike on a deal and make a big, bold trade to go get a playmaker. And honestly, that might be more because he's really on the hot seat, not because of getting fired. He's on the hot seat because he needs to win games soon or else he will be fired. And we have an okay roster. It's not great. It's not good. All right, no, I'm, I'm, I'm making a sound other way. Our roster is complete shit. This this offseason is so important. It sets up the next few years. It depending on how this goes, it'll decide if Sala and Douglas keep their jobs. If Zach Wilson is still a quarterback, or we're taking Arch Manning in four years, whatever it is, three years, which I'm not really opposed to. It's Arch, it's Arch Manning. Um. So, I think he's pressured Douglas to go make a trade, to go trade some draft capital, because he doesn't have time to really wait and see if these guys pan out. He's got to win soon. He's got to more than double his win total this year. He can't – no, he's got about – he's got to ask for about double his win total from 2021. He's got to get about eight wins. Not seven, at least eight. You got to get eight, eight or nine. If you somehow get ten wins with this team, you go ten and seven, possibly a playoff team, even if you miss the playoffs – then we better, better damn well. Then, then we damn shit. Then we better be in the playoffs in 2023. Winning like about 11 games, going 11 and six. Even if it's a wild card spot, because this AFC is no joke anymore. It's not getting any easier with Russell Wilson added to this division. AFC West is ridiculous. Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in the division. And he's a top 10 quarterback. That's insane. They have four top 10 quarterbacks in their division. So the Jets are under pressure right now because they got to get better while everybody else is getting better, obviously. So, and then and the Bengals are in the in the suit. So all the teams that are good, we got Bills, Patriots. Once you wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins are good in years, but right now Bills, Patriots, entire AFC West: Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. That's six teams already. Titans are good. Um, Colts, we don't know what's going to happen anymore. Quarterback, so I'm not even going to put them on here. Um, the Browns, if they get their quarterback situation fixed, the Ravens and the Bengals, that's 10 teams. And you're telling me the Steelers aren't going to be relevant with Mike Tomlin still around in that defense? That's 11 teams right there. There's 16 teams in the conference. I just named 11. 
the AFC is not getting getting any easier. It's getting much more. It's getting much more difficult. And Russell Wilson going to Denver, they might make a push for that division. Chiefs don't got it locked up. They gotta. I mean, they found ways to win without Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. That's scary in itself. But they gotta get a defense, man. Their defense is absolutely horrendous. It's so bad. But yeah, that's episode nine. Hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to check out gangreen.capital on Instagram. It's my New York Jets fan page. Would greatly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys next week for episode 10. Hopefully, that's oh, that's the 18th of March. Hopefully on the 17th, we got some new Jets coming, coming to East Rutherford in 2022. Hopefully, there's some guys I get to talk about. Hopefully, they're... Hopefully, I'm excited about the guys that we possibly get or the, the rumblings that I hear about guys we might get. That would be pretty cool, huh? So, yeah. Hope you guys have a good one. Talk to you guys next week. Peace out.